Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we're watching one new movie from our mother's giant collection. I'm your co-host, Jaylene. And I'm Violet. And what movie did we randomly pick last week to watch this week? Bring it on! I know. It was all just wonderful. It was quite the throwback of a film. Yes. And I hadn't seen it... In a few years. I feel like I have seen it within the last 10 years, but I haven't seen it recently. What about you? When was the last time you've seen this? Oh, high school. I'm okay. Oh, so 10 say. years ago, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say high school. So, yeah, about 10 years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah, because you had friends who were into cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. So that would make sense. Yeah. I feel like this was a film I put on during my final year of university during the final week and where I just was like putting on easygoing videos that I was so familiar with that you just have it on and that like that's it it's it's like music but in movie format yeah which by the way I've been thinking a lot lately that I've been re-watching The Office and I sometimes wish that I could drive and just listen to The uh, Office. Yes. <laughs> and there are movies out there where I could have them on and just drive to listen to them and that's you, it. You used to put on uh, John Tucker Must Die and you would just listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a movie that you and just cars. listened to. Cars? Okay. Yeah, because I had my iPod video and I had a few videos on it and I would just play them and listen to them but I would say from my vehicle the sound mixing of certain things is really poor so then I kind of stopped because the music would be really loud in the film but like them talking would be really silent so I'm I always like I stopped doing that after a while I see we saw this movie in the movie theater which one did we go to? This is what I've been trying to think of. I think I know which one we went to. I'm pretty sure it was in the... Um... Was that built then? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because if it's in the chapters complex... That's what I was thinking it was. Like, that's my memory. I remember seeing Charlie's Angels in that one. And Charlie's Angels came out, what, 2001? That sounds about right. Early, early 2000s. So this is one of the f- first ones I think we went and saw at that movie theater yeah because i remember that complex was new which is crazy to think about right now and how much that city has like grown up since we've left i'm wondering if i can get a date that building was built i don't think so i tried to look up another cineplex um so you know like the one that lives that i'm close to yeah like where i live and then if you just go across the bridge there's another movie theater right there oh uh, it's near, uh, what's a grocery store? I can't. Save on Safeway? No, Superstore. Okay. So th- there, anyways, there's a theater there and <laughs> my boyfriend's like, just see if you can find an announcement of them opening because I was just like, but there's no, the one that I live near has been around for a very long time. I found the date. Did you? Yeah. When was it constructed it or opened? It was built in December 18th, or opened December 18th, 1998. And oh. then it was taken over by Cineplex Entertainment in 2003. Because it was, it was still a Cineplex, but it was built by Cineplex Odeon. Okay. And then which turned into Cineplex Entertainment in 2003. So it's still Cineplex all the way through and through. Well, there's but, different types though, because there's an, that's what I'm talking about. There's an Odeon across okay. the bridge. Yeah, no. 1998. I'm I'm fairly certain we saw saw Bring It On there. Like, I can remember walking down that hallway. Okay. And be I- like, Mom, I literally have no idea what movie you're taking us to. You keep saying the cheerleading one, and I don't understand. I'm seven. <laughs> well, it was very interesting I might watching have been six. <laughs> this <laughs> film with the lens of a six-year-old or a seven-year-old. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would have been seven or eight. Again, this was in the summer. I know this was a summer film. Okay, so I was seven, and so I was eight. eight I yeah. was I was turning nine, and it's PG thirteen. But I think we were like 
young and naive enough that oh, we were young enough that we did not understand what was going on we're just like oh pretty cheerleaders oh they're singing and they're dancing and i remember not understanding the conflict the plot of oh, oh they stole someone's routine <laughs> i didn't understand that I, I i'll be very honest with you this movie did not make sense when i was seven so what did you think the point of the movie was? No just idea. To, I just a there, competition. I just thought there two rival teams and we're waiting to see the big competition. I think I'm in agreement with you because I remember watching this later on in life. And, and being like, oh, they stole the routine. Yeah. I also felt that because I just thought there was a rival between these two teams. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It, I think like the best analogy I could think of in my head was when we used to compete for our clubs. Yeah. Any other opposing club was your rival. Rivals, automatically, yeah. Even though our first routine was always the same as everyone else because it's called the compulsory, but then the optional <laughs> is different. Yes. But then now I'm also thinking I'm sure someone out there has the same optional because there are only so many <laughs> things that you can do. If you're nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, at some point, everyone's off. Well, I remember a club, everyone's optionals was the same as each other's kid. Like, yeah, there's also a standard optional that we would, uh, I was taught. I was like, hey, well, this is the standard, and then you tweak it from there. Mm. So we, we changed things around that. I do remember learning that. So I also remember that this movie was a very hot topic amongst our club and the group that we would uh, jump with. Yeah. Because we're trampoline, by the way, is the sport we're talking about. <laughs> I was gonna keep it kind of anonymous, but I guess like can't. it's really confusing. And you also said jump with, so <laughs> yeah. I just remember Carolina was a big fan of Bring It On, and she she was this tiny little six year old. And I think again, because there was such a significant age gap between her brother and sister, sister? yeah, that I think. She just got pulled into a lot of things and got caught up in the hype. Yeah. And like, I don't blame her because no. like, it, it's also really good, but she was also like into cheer, I believe. Yeah. I think that the middle school in that district had a cheerleading team. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, our high school had a cheer team, but then, like, our other school didn't Did have, not, yeah. Well, we barely had any program, so I can't fault it. No, yeah. Um, anywho, basically, our mother dragged us to this movie, and I had no idea. She just kept saying the cheer one, and I sat and saw it, and I was like, huh? Mom, I've never heard of or seen this any commercials for this in my life. Yeah, we keep we kept saying to her, what movie? Like, I don't know this movie. She's like, yeah, the one where they're cheering and they're dancing. And no idea. I think because we were so young and we were more obsessed with Family Channel than Teletoon. And Family Channel had no ads. And they only advertised their own shows. Yeah. And, and so it was like very Disney specific. Whereas as I got older, we watched Teletoon. So we would have been exposed to the commercials for that but I don't think I really was into Teletoon I think I only decided that I wanted to watch Teletoon in the summer if Family Channel didn't have something going on for me like totally spies nice. yes. that's like really when I was like okay fine Teletoon finally has something that I will happily watch sorry I'm just impressed that I found a news article saying when this movie theater was I'm open. very impressed actually I can't believe because I wasn't able to find the one that was across the bridge and I couldn't find the one that is near where I live I'm curious to know when that one opened also I thought of another movie theater that we used to go to quite a bit that no one's also brought up the one near the mall that has a Walmart. Now there. Yes. I don't really recall going to that one. Mom didn't take us to that one often unless the movie times fit her needs because it wasn't a Cineplex. So her movie, her whatever vouchers that she would get. Yeah, it was Landmark. But yeah. the thing I remember why we went there too was because all of our cousins 
went to landmark theaters because that's what was there. So if at Christmas time we accidentally got a landmark gift certificate, that's why we ended up there. Yes. The one near your house? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, she's finding everything today. Uh, opened a year later, 1999, which doesn't surprise me. Are you surprised she brought us to this movie at such a young age? Yes. Do you think she was aware of what the movie was going to be about? But then I also caution that with she took us to see Coyote Ugly, which also came out the same year. We saw Billy Elliot, too. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know if I'm necessarily surprised. Our mom never took us to anything that was like, oh, whoa. But also, I'm always like, hmm, okay, she let me see that. I think she just thought we were so young and naive. We had no idea what was going on. And honestly, we were. Yeah. (laughs) We we had no idea what was going on. (laughs) I think it's the whole situation when you're a kid, you're so infatuated more with the visuals rather than the talking point. Yeah, I didn't learn anything there that I was going to like say to anyone else either. Yeah, like I didn't, like, I didn't pick up on anything that I was going to be like to question or to mention in my grade one classroom, <laughs> my grade two classroom, and have teachers go, "What?" Yeah, I think the only thing that I can think of is the first opening cheer and that being really popular to sing around our grade school. And during this watch, I caught that they were talking about speed. And I was like, whoa, what? I, did you sing along? A little bit. I sang along to the entire thing. And Grayson was like, how do you know this? The person I watched this with doesn't even know, like, didn't even know this film existed. Had no idea what spirit fingers were nothing. I was like, you don't know what spirit fingers are? No, I don't know what you're talking about. No idea about this movie. This movie did not exist until we sat down and watched it. And he was in the middle of making dinner and he stopped making dinner so he could sit down and just watch it because it's that good of a film. (laughs) And I was like, I know, trust me. And I was just singing along to the majority of the cheers. Do you think it aged well? I do. You do? I do. I think there's some controversial things. I think there's some words we don't use anymore. I also, but I actually don't think it aged poorly. Okay, fair enough. I I do agree with you, but I also think that it could have gone farther with making fun of cheerleaders. But I think it the no. movie the movie knew the line and like played on specific tropes that happen with cheerleaders, but then also produced a film that really supported the sport but yeah i don't think this film was about making fun of cheerleader i think the, the, the first no the first and foremost is about um intellectual like not intellectual but like property rights is like the the hugest drama is is stealing the rights to someone else's routine okay so that i watched the bonus features and they talk about that they no if you watch it because there's two areas where this comes into issue and they're like the turning points of plot one obviously when they steal the clovers cheer but also sparky yeah like huge issue like those are what like shifts the direction of the film yeah but i I will also point out that they talk about the fact that i think i think the second part is just cheer okay no they were they wanted to make fun of some cheerleaders but also i think they excuse me actually made fun of them at all they used a whole bunch of their like common tropes that you would find. Like, I think that's the other thing. You we've you've watched Cheer on Netflix, correct? Yes. Okay, so I think I'm now seeing it through a completely different lens yeah. as well, where you're watching them and their hard work and all all of the things that they're doing. Again, I would also point out there was a note saying that some of the moves that they were doing in Bring It On are banned in high school and they are college level uh, tricks. So they're not allowed to do double flips. They're not allowed to do a certain amount of spins because it's too dangerous. Dangerous. I like that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's some things that are happening in this film that would never happen at a high school level. But yeah, they chose things where 
you know, there's some dumb cheerleaders, but then there's some really smart cheerleaders because they really want to show that you can take this to university. And that's the other thing where Torrance is only picking universities because says, she yeah. wants to cheer. Yeah, yeah. And then her mom's all upset and she's like returning back like, I'm at least like looking at colleges. I could choose not to, which is totally correct because if you think of all of the college level cheerleading teams, they're there to cheer, but they're also there to Yeah, learn. they have to yeah take classes alongside. I didn't realize that, though, that some of the moves they're doing are not obviously high school. One thing I did notice is that their routines were a lot more dance heavy than they were anything else, which I kind of liked. It was fun. I think that has to do again with high school because they're they limited on yeah what they're allowed to do. How many stunts they did. Yeah. Because if you looked at the Clover's final routine. Clover's final routine was very, I was going to say, relaxed chill really i I, liked theirs i thought the other i thought the taurus had a better routine no i disagree really i think that the clovers had a better technical okay whereas toros had a better artistic yeah they were fun and dancing but i think it's different because when I think of cheerleading I think of stunts and then that the way that they are moving their bodies and I think like the specific lifts that they did at the beginning where um they're lifting them up at the beat of the music and they go up 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 one after another I thought was just like whoa like that's artistic but also technical whereas I felt that the Toros they would just play with artistic at times and then be like, oh, yeah, we need a pyramid. <laughs> yes, it was that's a heavily dancey. Yeah, but I liked that they pulled in different elements in order to get a cheer. I like, I liked that they sought outside of their comfort zone in order to find something and put a routine together. We are not cheerleading experts. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the other thing we, we should talk about because no, I've never yep. done cheer. You've never done cheer. But we did gymnastics. We did very athletic. And my friends who are on the cheer team or did cheerleading love this movie. Yes. But that's the thing. Like this movie is for cheerleaders rather than completely always making fun of them. You know when there's like a sport out there and they make – like let's say they make a football movie and the football movie is for the footballers but they have some stereotypical jokes that's what this movie is supposed to be okay how many bonus features were there what was that like holy shit a lot oh my two pages full oh fun because we have the uh collector's edition the collector's edition well we know why we own this film yeah we don't have to question why we have this dvd okay also I feel as though this is, like, one of the first 50 films. Like, this came out in 2000. And if we started buying DVDs around that time. Yeah. I remember seeing this on our shelf for a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. It's also in really good condition. I don't think I've ever lent this out, though. No. Okay, I'll talk about bonus materials. There's a lot. So I'll try to pick out what I... I liked and what I found to be interesting. So the first one is spotlight on location, the making of. So it's interviewing all of the cast members and they're talking through their experience of making the film, any prior history that they knew of anything. Only two of them were actually on a cheer team, but it sounds like they were just juniors. So that's the equivalent of grade nine to us yes Yes. uh and then that's it and then they like never continued the biggest takeaway that kept being brought up was this movie is not to be disrespectful of cheerleaders because they really want to showcase that cheer is a sport and i definitely see that they did this very well they use two different choreographers for the teams so their styles would be completely different from each other. Nice. 
And so you all, can clearly tell that I like that. I liked that fact because I was like, oh, wow, they probably got choreographers in a room and they were trying to figure out what to do. Nope. They hired two different people and you're in charge of doing this final routine and you're in charge of doing that final routine. All of the little cheers in between was by a different choreographer and like a specific. So there was three. Three. Nice. That first cheer opening was like she made up that cheer in 20 minutes using a thesaurus really yeah and like that cheer is is so iconic yeah like so iconic i remember do we have like a bring it on merchandise book we did and that's where we learned the words of that song. That's what I thought. I was, cheer. I was thinking back to that, that it had everything. And then, like, there was a whole bunch of notes in it. Yeah. Definitely don't have, have it, it anymore. No. Or if we do, it's hidden somewhere. But, yeah, I remember bringing that to school and learning the rhyme. Yeah. And I was, like, even, like, roll call. And then I was, like, I'm big. Like, I was able to say everything from it. <laughs> I didn't really get this. Until they mentioned it, because I always just thought like Sparky was a very unique character, but he's actually supposed to be a washed up Broadway choreographer. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't. But as soon as he was like, oh, it's Broadway, like I I get it. But then I was just like, his personality is not very Broadway-esque in the way that he's treating the cheerleaders. No, but man, did that actor probably have so much fun. Playing Sparky. I hope he did. I want to know, like, where he, he Who is. he is, what he is, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. I want to know what he's been doing lately. Will you come up? Okay, I'm not even finding him. Wait, I don't see him on IMDb. Did I scroll too fast? I might be better off just, like, Googling. Yeah, bring it on Sparky. Oh, there he is. Ian Roberts. Okay. Okay. Oh, he, he he's credited for 89 stuff. Oh, wow. He is still acting. Nice. Oh, he's in Superstore, just one episode, but I wouldn't even notice. He's also put on quite a bit of weight around his face, so he definitely looks different also. like He's, he's not, also just aged in yeah. general. <laughs> so he's done like a lot of one-off, it seems, in comedy shows that i've seen so like community brooklyn 99 superstore new girl unbreakable kimmy schmidt like he is in stuff but he's not got as prolific of a role compared to bring it on i just remember like as soon as he came on i was like oh i'm in for a ride did your did the person who was watching it with you, did he have anything to say? Well, I was like, I was like, this is spirit fingers. You need to pay attention. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. And now he keeps quoting. These aren't spirit fingers. These are spirit fingers and these are gold. <laughs> There's so much quotable stuff in this film. Yes. Because like it would start to happen. I was like, oh, I, I know this quote. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'll keep going with uh, the spotlight on location. Some didn't know how to how serious cheer was for school teams and generally better than their sports team. So the fact that the Toros... Were better than the football team. Was very true, true yeah. to some school sports. Both teams had pros on their teams doing the big stunts. So because this was not my first time watching this film... I spent a lot of time focusing on the background actors because I was like, well, I don't really care about you guys. I've like seen this quite, I've seen this upwards probably like five times now. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I really wanted to see if they were reusing the same people. So like if you were on the Toro squad, were you always seen as the Toros? okay. I couldn't figure it out because... There were so many and there's so many moving bodies. Yeah, because like most teams have 20, but then only a certain amount compete because like then there's alternates. Yeah. And I was also trying to figure out, well, will any of the bigger names, like the main character cast, are they going to be doing any of the lifts or like the stunts? 
it's hard to tell because there's specific shots of torrents where it's warm my view you're looking up to her rather than out and back and seeing her actually lifted that I was like I don't know if you actually really got lifted yes whereas everyone else was I think she was though I think she was but I think that it was just like stylistically choices that had to be made so during their audition they had to show athleticism because they were all being sent for four weeks to cheer cheer camp yeah and to practice and they all had people that they worked with specifically to learn what cheer was all of the jargon and they were blown away that cheer had specific language i wish i could like there's like baskets high leg i don't know I just read something, though, that's shocking. Do you know how old Kirsten Dunst was when she filmed this? 16? 17. Yeah, she was a teenager. Wow. Most of them actually were, except for two of them. No, uh, only three of them are teenagers. All the rest of them are in their 20s. Okay. Yeah. I got that wrong, then. And then, overall, the cast speak fondly of director Peyton Reed. So, they all really enjoyed his direction. He was there to have fun and play along with them. He also wanted to have fun making this movie with them because it was a topic that he was not familiar with. He's just like, I was in high school. There were cheerleaders, but I was definitely not in that realm. And he's like, it's so funny for me to now all of a sudden be surrounded by that culture, like being a part of it. Yeah. (laughs) The next one is feature commentary with director Peyton Reed. I did not watch it. I didn't have time. I was like, this is a 90-minute movie. I I should have just watched it with it the first time and left it at that. There are some deleted scenes, and they are narrated by Peyton and described as to why certain things got dropped. So they were writing as the same time as they were filming. And there's a scene with Cliff and Torrance in the kitchen, and she tells them that she has a boyfriend. And in the final cut, He doesn't know that she has a boyfriend. And when they were writing, they didn't see a place for this because all of a sudden they're like, no, like we'll make it kind of different. Well, what ends up happening in the film that he doesn't know that she has a boyfriend. They had three to four different endings. Oh, cool. (laughs) Well, no, they shot shot four endings and they used one of them. Do you know what they are? I rem- so they showed the other three, and I'm trying to remember the other two because I'm only remembering one. But one of them is the Clover's captain and her. They go to the same. They go to Berkeley together, and now they're fighting against each other to be the captains. But they're friendly about it. Okay, cool. Don't remember the other two. Oh, lame. Yeah, I might watch those. The locker room scene was supposed to be a steady cam shot, but after I think it was 29 takes of them trying to do a steady cam shot, every time there was an error, someone like messed up, the cameraman walked into a locker. Like there was just, there was too many moving parts. That's what I was going to say. That's not something you'd film. No, I like the way they did it. It's moving all about. It's, there's good flow. Well, that's the thing. So they basically use part of the steady cam, but then they also added one other additional scene and then they cut out the ending of the steady cam shot. So it's a mix of the steady cam and then whatnot. They had a longer spirit stick scene and it was cut down due to tone and they didn't necessarily need a whole backstory for the spirit stick and they like what they ultimately show was good enough to kind of get Torrance freaked out about oh, dropping it or yeah. yeah and being cursed yeah okay so it's kind of funny how like I asked you and you disagreed that this is like aged fine because like the car wash scene they have a car wash home video and I'm not too fond of, of watching that. Yeah. Okay. That there's like, there's like a few minor things like the story overall, great story. 
There's well, a couple things you could do without. I think like this is what was like mentioned by Peyton that I'm not really in agreement with because he basically said like, yeah, we did like the car wash scene and all of the producer and all of the people, they just suddenly showed up on set that doesn't need to be in, on set. And there's a whole bunch of like women in skimpy bikinis and they were taking video and we cut it all together. And I was like, oh, that's like yikes. mega 2000 culture. Yeah, that's yikes. This is also during the time of like Girls Gone Wild. I was like kind of really looking into this type of this era essentially, yeah. which neither of us are very familiar with being 10 years old. That's not something that no. <laughs> we would have ever been exposed to. But I watched the Woodstock 99 on Netflix. And How was that? Traumatizing. Oh, so I shouldn't watch it or I should? It's, there's lots of sexual assault that is shown. Oh, yikes. Okay. It, it's really diff- like I had a hard time sleeping after because of how traumatizing it was but it, it was so difficult to look away because you're just like I'm literally watching a train wreck which is the name of it happen right in front of me oh. and you didn't it's three episodes and like you're you're upset with like everything that's happening and like it is good but it's also very sad at the same time. So I've been on the Reddits and people are like defending like the time that they had had. But like a lot of us are just like, well, why did it get to this point and how did it get to this point? So when I saw this scene, I was just like, wow, Woodstock 99 and bring it on 2000. This is the culture that's going on. Yes. And so not being aware of this because again, we're not – of that yeah we were age period young. we were young um i do agree i think this theme uh, this theme this scene i was like mm, okay i just kind of looked i was like not i checked out okay but then i'm thinking i never felt like that about when they were cheering exactly oh, like when they were at competition never felt like that so i'm just like i don't know i think that part i didn't really like and then i didn't like the sexualization of the stripper essentially during the cheer. Like it's it was funny to a certain extent, but then I was just like, that's not quite what they were doing. Yes. That and then there's a couple words I was like, mm, we don't use those ones. I'm just going to let those ones go. Okay. Yeah, because that was the language. And it's just like criticizing someone in the 60s for saying racial slurs yes. when that was. But I will say some of the language in the early 2000s, I was like, what lingo is this? This is, this is not <laughs> what we use at all. Yeah. And 20, <laughs> 20 years from now, we're going to be. Same thing. Yes. It's going to be. So like, I think it's very difficult to put a lens on through words. But I think specific actions that are being perpetrated I kind of have a hard time turning a blind eye to and I want to do I, I like I want to do more research on the early millennium because I then can see things with a different lens as to what has been happening. But also one huge thing I notice is early millennium what the uh, the attractive female was was someone who was like stick mm -hmm. skinny. Yeah, these girls, it's funny that you say that because the girls in the front who were hired didn't have the muscles like the girls in the back who are clearly cheerleaders. Yes. And but also that one actress when I think the Sparky is like like too much makeup, like not enough whatever and then she's and then basically calls one of the girls fat. And then she has the butt that is completely, completely idolized in today's currently. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is definitely a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, I didn't like Sparky doing that to no. women. But, uh, again, it was of that time period. I'll move on. Wardrobe and makeup test. This was – I don't understand what the point was of this was. Like, the intro song was used over this. And it was basically Missy and Torrance in different outfits for the film. And they were doing, like, test shots. And that's it. Oh. 
<laughs> it's like, okay, that was. You're like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Why did I just watch that? <laughs> and then did you know that it's an animated feature playing during the film with interesting and unbelievable facts over the film? Do you remember on Much Music? Yeah, I don't know. We would watch music videos and they like put interesting facts over. Yes. So Love that's exactly those. what this is. Love those. Okay. And I watched the first 20 minutes to be like, oh, like. Fun is facts, it, yeah. Is it going to be fun facts about the film? No. Okay. It It's a mix. Okay. <laughs> it was a mix of like facts about cheerleading. Oh. And I was like, okay. And so it was funny because it was just like today, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so you mean in 2000? Yeah. And I was like, you should probably have edited that into that because imagine 40 years from now and be like, wow, these facts do Don't, not represent yeah. the current. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gabrielle Union was one of the main Clover girls. Yeah. And then she had like three other chicks with her. Yeah. They Gen- were a Genelope. part of a black. No. So um, they were a part of a, a girl, girl group, group called Black. So so there's three girls. I only know this because the credit song is an absolute banger. Look it up. It's called As If by Black. Uh, we I we waited for the all the credits to roll because I could not search up the lyrics to find this. It is a great song, great girl group. So one of the girls, Janelope, I can't remember. I I could pull it up, um, but she was a member of this girl group. There's three girls in it, and then Gabrielle Union was included in the song as if that was written and composed for Bring It On. Okay, so, so she's a part of the song as if that is gotcha. playing when the credits are rolling. Okay, so they include the music video. Okay. And one of the girls tragically died. Uh, yeah, 2012, October. I like, She got struck she, by a vehicle. Yeah, that is Janelope. The okay. girl that plays Janelope in the... Uh, okay. And then there's the theatrical trailer, which I didn't watch. Then there's production notes, and it has all of the squad members and talking about where you can see their other stuff. Other like movie recommendations also comes up. And then DVD ROM features. And it says... Use your Windows 95 PC to access more features. Nice. And I was like, I am not trying this. <laughs> so I didn't bother. I was like, put it in. See what happens. <laughs> I don't have my Windows 95 PC. Imagine if I still, we still had that I Windows. wish we kept it. It was in perfect condition. It was. The only thing is the CD drive did not work because... I think I just had used it too oh, much. Oh, yeah. Too much Roller Coaster Tycoon. So that's the only thing I think it would have not worked. But I'm sure we could have found, like, replacement parts of some sort to do that. And we could have played Rocket's New School. Oh, and then, like, somehow and, captured. And and <laughs> Arthur and the Little Mermaid. Oh, man. We had some great games on PC. Yeah. So I don't really have many other facts that I've like pulled off of IMDb because I felt as though that was enough. But I will say the gentleman who played Aaron died as well. Oh. He died of an overdose. Oh. He had a lot of family problems and he was using to escape that. They're very difficult to find his actor Wikipedia because – it's. 2000s media. No, because his name is exactly the same name as someone who is a main character on Coronation Street. Oh. So (laughs) Coronation Street keeps coming up. Interesting. Yeah. The budget for this film was $11 million, and its gross worldwide is $90 million. So it was very successful. I would say it played so much on TV so, like, syndication rights, it probably made a lot of money. And then VHS and DVD oh, release, okay. right. I bet it did very well. This movie, I would say, I can't say cult, but it definitely has a huge following. Like, you name you, you name this movie to someone who went to high school in the early millennium, and they know exactly what you're talking about. Because even in the chill world... This movie is heavily favored because have you seen Fired Up, which is another cheer movie? No. Okay. There is a full on scene of they're at cheer camp. And are they like playing out? They're playing Bring It On. Um, yeah. Okay. And everyone in the audience is wording this movie. Okay. So like in the, they're talking about how 
favorable this movie yeah. is. One thing I want to mention, because you brought up the budget, was they spent $40,000 to secure the rights to play Cherry Pie. By warrant. Which, this the music in this movie is great. But I was like, okay. They, yep. knew, they knew exactly what they wanted for that scene, and, and they needed that song. I think it's only 15 seconds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, I think we can jump into the film. There's not much to talk about when it comes to the trailers because it basically like went through a couple of movies and then was advertising Universal Studios and that was that. Okay. I put it in the DVD player and it somehow went straight to the menu. That's what it did. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. And then it plays the uh it it didn't even give you the option to skip to the menu and skip the trailers. It just went into trailers and then the movie. It did. Oh, so I didn't get any trailers. And I think that's because I played... Did you turn on subtitles? I didn't. This is the first time where I was like, I don't need subtitles. Okay, I turned on subtitles, then hit play, and it went right into the movie. Ah, uh, so you bypassed it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get any. Tra- I didn't get anything. It, t- I, it took me to the main menu, and then it played the film. I felt as though it was way too familiar with this film that, that you didn't need them. I was like, I know all of their names. I yeah, yeah. just yeah. Again, like I knew the. I'm gonna call it the rap, but it's a cheer at the beginning. That what what good what the subtitles have been starts off with a bad dream yeah we get a which is funny okay it was funny watching this and making notes and just being like okay so she wants to be the cheerlead and she's a bad dream and then i just sit there and i watch that watch it i just said cheer at beginning (laughs) i sang along her top is off bad dream yeah and her boyfriend picks her up the next Which morning. Aaron's, and- Aaron's blue whip is hilarious. The way that he like yeah. scoots around and yes. whatnot. And it's kind of clear like her parents are just not. Don't like. And he saw favorable. Yeah. But they're happy he's going away for university. And oh my goodness, her hair is done up in a little twist with the little butterfly clips all about. Oh. With a little, little spiky little puffs thingies all. Uh, yeah. Everyone's hair yeah. in this film is hilarious. And the high of the high of like early millennium late 90s hair yes great great stuff even outfits great yeah so it gets announced that she's cheer captain yep they do a vote she and wins. big red who's the outgoing cheer captain she mentions that this whoever's taking on this team is heading into the sixth time for getting the champion yeah ships um they they try something called a wolf wall yeah so she wants to try a hard move right after the summer and i didn't get the two bullies girls names like one of them's whitney and one of them i can't remember like that's the thing i couldn't figure out who was who i never wrote either their girls those names down i I just said the bullies okay and uh they make a comment of like some of us have like not been practicing all summer which in all fairness True. She is yeah. correct. Yes. But then there was mention that they all went to cheer camp. So I'm like, what were you then doing, doing at cheer camp? <laughs> I get that you weren't there for two months, but you probably were there for a good two weeks. And one of the girls falls Hurts and herself. gets hospitalized and she's out for the rest of the season. Well, yeah, I guess it's season because she's out for three months is what they say. Carver is her name. And her mom wants her to study more, so she agrees to take another class. And so she ends up in study hall. And this is where we meet Torrance's love interest or future love interest, Cliff. Cliff, who's new to the school. Yeah. And he kind of gets made fun of by the footballers and he tries to put them in their place, but they kind of are like, whatever. They're not very smart. No, they're not. Which is they, they don't understand when they're being made fun of yeah. themselves. <laughs> they have like funny. it goes right over their head. <laughs> the kind of bullies that don't realize that they're being bullied too. <laughs> yeah, like they're actually being made fun of. They have no idea. Um, then we have cheer tryouts, and I just wrote che- sweet cherry pie. I was seven! Exclamation <laughs> mark. Okay, but the Broadway guy made yes. me laugh. There's like some 
very good people that they chose for the cheer. The girl that's just standing there crying, and she's like, okay, okay ready? And and just sobbing. I was like, oh, she just got dumped. And then she's like, sorry, my boyfriend just broke up with me. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. And then the girl who's just like, I just, I don't, I don't like the color red. And she keeps talking. And <laughs> like, they chose really, really good yeah. Uh, tropes essentially yeah. to and play. then like the younger sister comes in and just like knows the cheer perfectly and she's like not super enthused no, but she knows what she's so doing bored. she knows what she's doing and like her older sister's like cheering along with her like whispering the things she's saying oh it's really good and then missy shows up and i love her little cheer of i transferred so blah yeah. blah this team high school doesn't have a gymnastics team yeah so this is the last resort yeah and they challenge her to do a tumbling pass which of course is her she's, uh she said she's a gymnast she's yeah. a gymnast so like obviously of course i always watch this tumbling pass and i'm like I hope this stunt person did not do that on the gymnasium floor. That's what I hope as well. That's and then you're wearing the clothes that like the cargo pants with the thick heavy belt and all the yeah. Yeah, that I was less concerned about it, but it was the gymnasium floor that I just was like, okay, I hope they gave her a tumbling mat. Yeah, because that we yeah just wrists aside. Idea. They're mean to her. Like the two bullies are so mean to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I put, um, Torrance's name is T, so I'm just going to call her T because it's so much easier than writing out her full name. <laughs> so T goes to her house to try and convince her, like, I want you on the team, but Cliff answers the door. Yep. And then Cliff joins the conversation to try and helps get Missy onto the team. Yeah. So she agrees to watch, but then she's watching a practice and is There's, mad. Yeah. She walks out because they're doing birds cold in here. Yeah. And they... Uh, Missy takes her to go see the Clovers yeah, to be like to yeah. confront her, and it was like okay, really confusing, but not. So then they're heading north, and I was like, oh, I guess we're in San Diego, which somehow gets re- revealed later on. And I was like, wow, these like sixteen-year-olds have just decided to drive over a hundred and so miles to Los Angeles to go to a different high school to go check out a different team. And then somehow make it home. And I was just like, wow, that's probably like a four-hour car ride all just to see East Compton. And would they have arrived on time to catch their chill? I'm just like logistics here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it did look like they had a long car ride. But essentially, Missy shows her that they stole the Clover's cheer- Cheers. And T is like, Big Red stole them. I just took Big Red's Cheers. I'm, Yeah. Yikes. And then you find out that the, the Clovers is like, what are you here? Where's your camera? Show us, like, we're, like the redhead girl is here. like, And they're like, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I remember watching that as a kid and being confused about why they were driving to Los Angeles. I see. I didn't think anything about it. Yeah, I didn't understand why all of a sudden, like, wow, they are going on a road trip. What does this mean? And, oh, they're they're singing and they're cheering and, okay, and that's in. That there's a confrontation in the parking lot. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was just waiting for a cheer. Um, and then we have them in. They're doing in a car ride to. Oh. No, the spirit, spirit stick, stick combo comes out first. Yeah. yeah. And it just should never touch the ground. And it's cursed to the person that dropped it. And Torrance was dared to drop it on the ground. A part of me was like, when watching this movie as a child, I was like, a spirit stick is like, a, a spirit stick is a thing? That sounds really dumb. Sorry to anyone that's a cheerleader if I just ruined or said something mean. But I don't know if it's a real thing, though, because... It sounds... It sounds like a movie made up, like, funny thing. Are you Googling? Oh, yeah. Because there's no mention of a spirit stick in Cheer. They're used at pep rallies and competitions to rally team spirit. Yeah. It's a decorative stick. Yeah. Awarded to the person with the most team spirit. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, a real thing that they use. 
So Torrance tells the team, but then she ends up getting pressured into copying the routine by the rest of the team because they, they don't, don't want to. They don't want to do put the work. In, yeah, put in so much time in pra- practice. So, and then they pick up Missy for the football game. I then have a note saying the car ride convo went over my head until rewatch years ago. Yeah, I wrote discussing sexual sexuality. Had no idea. Nope. Didn't. Yeah. Didn't care. Didn't know. Nope. Yeah. No and idea. And then. This is where we see the footballers. They fight each other, which is hilarious because they all suck. They're losing, like, badly. Yeah, I think it, like, I loved that the cheer squad was better than the footballers, but then the footballers just kept trying to make fun of the cheerleaders. And, like, you guys just suck. Like, you literally lost. Like, the crowd is not here to watch you guys. They're here for us. I also Uh, noticed that they filmed on foggy days and not foggy days. There was like a mix of footage. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, Cleo and Torrance make eyes and the bullies call her out yeah. because she's not looking at Aaron. Yeah. Aaron's not there, there. though. Um, Lovers show up. Yes, and they embarrass them. Because they do the exact same cheers that they're doing. And a new routine has been voted for even by the crowd. Oh, yeah. As she goes and sleeps over at Missy's house... And has the infamous bathroom scene, which was recreated by Ariana Grande. It was. It was. Yeah, what music video? Um, Thank you. Next. No. Seven Rings. No, it's no, not Seven. It's, I think it's Thank You Next. I think it's Night. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. So that's the music video where she did Mean Girls as well, and then a couple of other. Uh, Thirteen going on. 30. Yeah, thirty. Which I can't wait to watch that movie. <laughs> I, I yeah I haven't seen it in years no I haven't either she finally gets a hold of Aaron and he's like just get a choreographer hire Sparky uh, here's his number and Aaron is cheating on her two thousand dollars is needed for the choreographer so they decide to do the car wash, wash which yeah. we've already talked about and Cliff shows up with his car which is covered in dirt I, Com- like that literally was comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. And this is where we meet Sparky. Said choreographer shows up. He's a lot. <laughs> and he gets them to line up and insult them. Yeah. And I have a note saying he's very out of line. <laughs> yeah, early 2000s and being skinny was in. Yeah. And the classic line of these are not spirit fingers. These are spirit fingers. Yep. I then also have a strange note of Cliff and Torrance almost kiss. I don't know where we are um, in the film. This is they're on a swing set. Oh, that's right. In the backyard. Yeah. yeah. And then the next thing is regionals. regionals. Okay. So as someone who always watched Glee, they always talked about regionals. So whenever they talk about like anything I'm watching is regional specifically i think of glee because for the longest time which is really funny like the whole first season it's is them all about getting to, to regionals. regionals yeah everything is, is bogey <laughs> and i really enjoyed that we got to experience what cheer competitions look like by watching missy walk around and experience like, oh my goodness these groups of girls yeah, and it was everywhere, very, or just groups of people because there's also guys there too. Yeah, but it's very familiar environment for us because that was a common thing for trampoline, trampoline, and even for me just in sport. Yeah, the first time I was watching, I was like, "This is very familiar for you. This is what it's like walking to a competition." I was like, "Yep, it's just bodies everywhere doing their own thing. They're practicing their own little pieces, and there's like so many on a team." Yeah, and I think it's very specific to certain sports, like Olympics. When you watch them doing the gymnastics, and then one thing I want to say is, why does no one have a coach? They just like completely cut out a coach aspect, and I want to know why. Okay, so that is another thing that was mentioned that I read somewhere that. It's not true that in high school, especially college too, that the cheer captain leads everything. There is technically a coach. coach, So that part got cut. But I think it has to do with... It would have changed a a weird dynamic in there having... Yeah. Yeah. And then the Clovers arrive and they have a very good routine. 
They have solid flyers. I have a note. Before I want to say that crazy mom that goes up to the judge and is oh, like, yeah. you missed that. You looked down. You weren't looking at her. And like, now you're just distracting him and he's not seeing anything. I know. That was also really funny. See, again, like that is what I would expect from any type of competition, not even just cheer. Yeah. That's why the judges are usually really far away and locked. So right before they're about to go on to compete, their music starts playing and a different cheer team, team is doing the exact same routine as them. Yeah. And then they go out <sighs> and have to do the follow by oh, yeah. so, oh. so embarrassing. And then she gets pulled aside and told that they're not being disqualified because, because Sparky has been selling the routine up and down the coast. And they've never run into this issue before and they don't know what to do. And because they won last year or whatever, they automatically qualify to go to. Yeah. So. And then – so then Erin shows up as well and takes her home and this is kind of when Cliff finds out that she has a boyfriend because he leaves her flowers and a mixtape. And so then also mm -hmm. Big Red is at the competition yes. and is pissed. Like, you just had to use my routine. And T is like, no, you stole those. Yeah, which I guess like the Clovers have never really competed because they don't really have money is what it is. But this is where the story doesn't make sense because if the Clovers showed up to regionals, we would have still had copying. Oh, yeah. No, I, yes. So there's kind of a bit of a gap there because it seems as though they never competed ever up until this point. Yeah. So then, yeah, they decide to do a new routine again, three weeks until nationals. And she has inspiration listening to the mixtape that Cliff. Yeah. And they decide to basically take on a whole bunch of different are like styles, styles. Yeah. yeah and she breaks up with aaron yep and then the, finds out the clovers can't go because they don't have enough money, money so she asks her dad, dad to to like write a check um and she does she shows up with the money but the clovers are like we don't need this they rip up the check and they were writing a letter to a a tv talk show ho host to see if they would get the money that way and they did and then they go to finals. Okay, so then <laughs> I have a note saying the girl missing a tooth always cracks me up. The the blood the blood <laughs> and the vomit. Yeah, I was like, I know exactly what's gonna happen here. And of course, the girl that's like blood ever is just wearing this like white cotton shirt, and the blood is just like all crested in it. And I was like, I remember slightly being traumatized by this scene when I was seven. <laughs> like I was too, but this time I was like, oh, this is fun. Like this, I, I was yeah. like, oh, it's gonna come, and I'm gonna have to shield my eyes. And I was like, oh, this is actually like terribly done blood and it's funny it's so bad <laughs> so fake um okay so then the clovers go up first i have notes saying their choreography is very good with synced lifts and the final pyramid was very good yes one thing i want to see because i have nosebleed and then i have flirting which is the the male cheerleader when mm. the one comes off and they just like have this really cute exchange that went over my head when i was seven no idea and then the vomit scene happened and then now they go into the competition and yeah. yes they so clovers go first, first they do very well. well yeah and then the tours are next and we see lots of choreography dance elements stunts were less impressive the final pyramid was very underwhelming and in it was my just opinion so dance it's very dancey yeah so the captain's kind of well we find out who wins yeah so clovers win <laughs> okay so i did some investigating because i was like really annoyed and so when they're running the check over to the clovers it says the clovers on the check and i was like wait are you telling me that the audience knew who was going to win this entire time and the cheerleaders on stage didn't catch a glimpse of this what are they check? Just standing there with the check and the names on it so I rewound, and there's this giant blue tape covering it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but okay. I was just like, wait, is there a flaw in this that I'm just <gasps> that noticing? That it's just the entire time the check's been written to them. It's been on yeah. stage, and no one's picked up on it. Yeah. And I just so, like, it's not a big reveal as to who's going to win it. Yeah. And so on the check, it's February 11, 2000, just FYI. I want to say, though, as a child, I was very shocked 
that the Clovers won. That's not how I thought the movie was going to go. I'm happy it went that way. I was like, oh, okay, good. But I was not expecting that. I know. And I think the reason why as an adult, I like, I was upset the Toros didn't win. But now like learning that this team for the last six years has been trying so hard and like financial reasons they were unable to go. But then a lot of time, dedication and their routine, yes, was taking me better. I, I agree. No, but like the fact that the last six years they haven't been able to do it because they've always been stolen from is another issue. Um, after the captains have their little speech, there's the spirit stick interaction with um, Missy and T. And a uh, person I was rewatching this made me rewind because he's like, there was so much sexual tension in that. And I was like, no, there wasn't. And then we rewatched and I was like, oh, there was. Okay. Got it. Understood. Because there is a point where they question um, Missy's uh, sexuality. I'll have to rewatch for that. Yeah. Anyways, so then no more curse, but Torrance says she doesn't really believe in it. She's like, okay, well, maybe a little bit. And then she has the big kiss at the end with her, uh, with Cliff. And then we have the fun Hey Mickey with the credits at the end, which I always remember and is a lot of fun. Yes. And seems as though I, like... I watched the entire credits because of it. Yeah, they showcase that they had a lot of fun, fun together and that they were all friends and whatnot. Okay, story. I think I gave it a three and a half out of five. I also gave it a three and a half out of five. It was fun. It did its job of entertaining me. Nothing like standout-ish. And as an adult, as we've just discussed as well, appreciate that the Clovers won in the end. Oh, yeah. And I understand why. Music. Four. I also gave it a four. Honestly, four. Like, I'd say four and a half. It is great the songs. cheers are so memorable. Yeah. And all the songs you, I can sing along to. Yeah. And like it's it's good music. Scenes and locations. I get a four. You gave it a four. I liked how you saw the clear difference between the high schools. Um, You saw they were very wealthy teenagers based on their family's homes. And it was lovely to see the cheer comp, how that was all set up. Because yeah. it seems... Again, I had friends who were cheerleaders, and it seems so similar to all the photos that they have when they go away for cheer competitions. Yeah. So I gave it a three and a half out of five. I don't think there was like any specific shots that stood out significantly, but the actual locations that they chose, I'm 100% in agreement with you. I love the high school that they chose, even though it's not a, it's a monastery for nuns, apparently, the rich one. But I, love the clovers high school because that's very but high school feeling the outfits yeah oh my goodness when you think cheer i think both the clovers and their cheer uniforms are just what i picture and 2000s the clothes they're wearing their hairstyle i was just so nice it's a good movie overall 7.67 okay i'm 7.3 because i'm only off by a little bit for the yeah. scenes and locations. IMDb has it at 6.1 out of 10. I think that has to recognize that this film isn't for everyone. Oh, God, no, it's not for everyone. And it's just meant to be a fun movie, and that's how we watch it, and that's how we view it. I think it's – had I never seen it before, and I was taking this way more seriously, I think it would have been a bit different, but I think our experience as kids – I watched this with someone who's never seen it before, and they loved it. That's true. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, this is great. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do we keep this movie? Yes. Of course. Yes. I didn't really need to ask because yeah, you no. can tell that we've been yeah. talking about it so favorably. <laughs> I couldn't imagine getting rid of this movie. No. Unless it had, like, done something really wrong or, yeah, no, I don't. I, it's something that I still will watch down the road and still get some good laughs, even though I know they're coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get to pick the next film next week. I'm really sad to see this like this yeah, weekend. Yeah, me too. It, it, thank goodness we drew it so early, but man, did we draw it so early? <laughs> I mean, there's like some other ones that are similar to this style of film that we have lots of. Yes, like Coyote Ugly is another one that will eventually come it's up. An awful movie. What? Where? You don't like Coyote Ugly? I rewatched it. Probably two years ago. And I was like, Tyra Banks is in this? Yeah. 
What? <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to have differing opinions. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Munich. Was I don't know what this is. That? I don't even... I don't know what this is. Munich's a place? Munich is a place. I have a fun story about Munich that I've never been to. Um, <laughs> Were you going to go to Munich or something and you just didn't make it there? Or what? No, I needed a train and it was the direction of Munich, but I was getting off before Munich. And in Germany, they spell things differently, but it's like German, but it's still pronounced Munich, but it's spelled like Munchen. So I went up and I asked for a ticket to Munchen and she had no idea where I wanted to go. Very embarrassed. Understood. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know what this movie is. I don't know either. So we're going to have to find out next week <laughs> what we are going to be watching. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it's good because <laughs> I I, I don't even like there's nothing that I can draw from this besides the fact that it's Munich. I can't picture anything. Nope. No idea. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for downloading and listening to this week's episode. I hope you watch Bring It On with us this week because it it, again, it was like it's a lot of fun. And if you didn't and you're still interested in watching it, we didn't spoil anything. There's nothing really to spoil about this film. No, if, if you haven't seen it at this point, go watch it. Yeah. If you would like to follow us on any of our socials, they are linked in the show notes below. Have a really great week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.